No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we begin a song of praise David wrote after the Lord delivered him from all his enemies. When the pangs of death surrounded him, he called upon the Lord who scattered the foe. It's a psalm of hope and encouragement in God's power to deliver. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Psalm 18 is a long psalm. In fact, we'll take two days to cover it. Another version of this psalm appears in 2 Samuel 22, and it has a long title, To the Chief Musician, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord who spoke to the Lord, the words of this song on the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. How many of us love a good love song? This is a love song to God. David speaks of his love for the Lord using a special Hebrew word that means to love deeply, to have compassion. It describes the kind of love a mother has for her baby or a father has for his children. The occasion of David writing this song was that the Lord had delivered him from all his enemies, including Saul, his formidable enemy. For nearly 10 years, David dwelt in the wilderness, and at times he took refuge in caves in the mountainous rocks of En Gedi, seeking to escape King Saul, who, because of his jealousy, wrongfully pursued David to kill him. In these times of affliction, David learned to trust in the Lord as his deliverer. Psalm 18, verse 1, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Here we see David's devoted heart to the Lord. He was a man after God's own heart, and he loved the Lord, but he also found that the Lord was worthy of his trust. God was his rock and his fortress. You think of, of that fortress stronghold in a city, and David said, that's who you are to me, God. You're my deliverer and my strength. How many times David strengthened himself in the Lord when he was weak, and God was his shield, speaking here of the battle, and God would protect him from the flaming arrows of the evil one. And then also his Horn, God, you're my horn. And that speaks of the horn of, a, of an animal, of the male animal speaking of strength. But God was that strength to David. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Who is worthy like the Lord? The Lord alone is worthy of our praise. He is righteous and good and he is a strong deliverer. And so David said, I know that I will be saved from my enemies. Do you have that confidence? Do you have that confidence in the Lord that you can call upon his name and he will save you from your enemies and especially from the enemy of the devil? The pangs of death surrounded me and the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple, and my cry came before him even to his ears. 
the pangs of death. Normally you think of pangs as like, as like birth pangs that a, a woman will have in labor, but here are death pangs. I think of those reports from those who have had the later stages of COVID-19 and thought that they were going to die, the ones who have survived it, you know, and talking about just these pangs of death before them. Floods of ungodliness. Have you ever experienced just where uh, there's a flood or maybe you've seen newsreels of floods occurring somewhere and you just can't stop it. The water just keeps pouring in. Well, there are floods of ungodliness where you can do nothing to stop it. The sorrows of Sheol would be just sorrow over death, the grave, and the snares of death, not knowing where the enemy had set some ambush for him. I think of those soldiers in Iraq who had to deal with the IEDs exploding and blowing up their Hummer or whatever. You never know whether it was a snare of death. So he said, in my distress, I called upon the Lord. This word distress, it means to be in a tight place, in a corner, hemmed in on all sides. When you are distressed, who are you going to call? Not Ghostbusters, but the devil defeater, God Almighty. He will be your defense. David said, I cried out to God and he heard my voice. You know, any loving parent hears the cries of their children. And so how much more does God hear our desperate pleas? Our cries are carried with swift wings before his throne of grace it is much more likely that we will fail to hear God's voice than that he won't hear our voice. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His canopy around him was dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him, his thick clouds passed with hailstones and coals of fire. Now, God is long-suffering. He's patient. He was patient with Saul, even though Saul was attacking the one whom he had anointed to be king, King David. But the time comes when God's wrath is finally aroused, and that's what happened. And so David is describing here God's anger in dealing with his enemies. He rides the wind like a warrior would ride a chariot. He brings forth hailstones of judgment and coals of fire raining down terror upon David's enemies. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered His voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out His arrows and scattered the foe, lightnings in abundance, and He vanquished them. Then the channels of the sea were seen. The foundations of the world were uncovered at your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. So this thundering voice from heaven, God's mighty voice. You know, it has been described in scripture as sounding like many waters, like Niagara Falls. And when the children of Israel heard the voice of the Lord thundering from Mount Sinai, they told Moses, we don't want to hear that voice anymore. You go talk to God and tell us what to do. It was so awesome. 
And so God's mighty voice thundered from heaven. The arrows of lightning came against David's enemies to scatter them. And it says here that the channels of the sea, the very depths of the sea, the Mariana Trench, as it were, being exposed, the foundations of the world uncovered at God's rebuke. You know, the thing is, is that when God brings judgment, everything that's been covered, that's been hidden, is suddenly exposed. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. And so I don't know if you've ever experienced thinking that you could drown being out in the water. I had that happen one time and my dad had to come and rescue me. And oh my goodness, I felt so good when I could finally get to dry ground again. But but David was saying, Lord, you drew me out of many waters. I would have drowned, but you drew me out and you delivered me from my enemy who was too strong for me. I don't know if you've experienced that the enemy feels like he's too strong for you, especially the enemy, the devil can feel too strong for us, but God delivers those who trust in him from the devil's power. They confronted me in the day of my calamity. You know, you know that is what Satan does. He waits until you are at your weakest point. He came against Jesus after he had fasted for 40 days, and that's when he tempted him. He waits for the opportune time to strike in your day of calamity. But the Lord brought me into a broad place. David had been in that place of distress, a tight, hemmed-in place, but God brought him into a spacious place because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. He has recompensed me, for I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also blameless before him, and I kept myself from my iniquity. Therefore, the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. Now, David speaks here about his righteousness, and probably this did occur before his sin with Bathsheba and so forth, but uh, at the same time, F.B. Meyer writes of this, the righteousness of which David boasted was not his own, for he was willing to admit that he was not free from iniquity, but it rather indicates purity of motive and integrity of heart as contrasted with hypocrisy and wickedness. So David had this sense that God was rewarding him because of his integrity. He knew the motive of his heart was right and pure, was devoted to the Lord. He was seeking to do the right thing following God's commandments, and therefore God was going to take care of him accordingly. He said, I've kept the ways of the Lord. I've placed your judgments and your statutes before me. They are my counselors. They are the things that guide me. Your word's a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. And I've held myself back. From iniquity. I think that is so vital that we hold ourselves back from those things that we know are wrong. We have no business getting involved with them. 
And therefore, he had the confidence that the Lord had recompensed him accordingly to his heart toward the Lord. And that is what God is looking for. We're going to end it there about halfway through this psalm, but God is looking for those hearts that are devoted to him so that he can bless them, that he can take delight in them. And even as a father looks at his son in whom he's proud and delights in him, that's the way the Lord looked at David, and that's the way the Lord delights to look at us, because we have been accepted in the beloved Jesus Christ. It's not our righteousness that approves us. It is the righteousness of Jesus Christ that has been credited to the account of of those who trust in him. May we trust in the Lord to be our defense, to be our helper, to be our strength against our strong enemy. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll conclude Psalm 18, where David celebrates the Lord's deliverance from his enemies. God helps him in battle to destroy their works, and his gentleness makes David great. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.